0: Before the Olympics this summer, slide into Paris early. Welcome to the red clay of the French Open. There is a new grandmaster in tennis.
1: The French Open, May 27th to June 9th on NBC and Peacock.
0: Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast with me, Robbie Musto, and him, Robbie Earl, And we're here to talk football, mainly Premier League football, but we have just watched the Carabao Cup final between Arsenal and Manchester City. And we will react to that a little later in the show. Manchester United versus Chelsea, Palace versus Spurs with the other Sunday games in the Premier League. But before all the football... We do ask you guys to listen into our show and wherever you get your podcasts from to go on there to give us a rating and a review about what you like about the show and what could be improved. But we also want to know who you support and why. And we always say we read out the best ones on our next podcast. So let's do that right now. I've had one from Volco um, and he enjoys our commentary, Robbie Earl. And he says, but he goes on a bit of a rant, actually, he says, but please, guys, no VAR. I'd rather live with human error than that endless play stoppages that have made American sports unwatchable. You can't say it won't happen. It probably will. That will only leave me with hockey. He's a Chelsea supporter with no ties to any other team. He said he had to find someone to follow. And after watching Frank Lampard during the World Cup, made him choose Chelsea. So thanks very much for that, Volker. I'm not sure mm, with the VAR. I mean, there might be an incident we get to uh, in the Man United game that we can talk a little bit about that. But um, mm. Mm, I, I hope it doesn't come, Rob. I know it's going to be there in the World Cup. I'm a, little bit, I'm a little bit scared of VAR and what it might do to the World Cup. But uh, hopefully, for me anyway, no VAR next season in the Premier League. OK. I think we'll start with the Premier League, Rob, and the game yeah. that everybody's looking forward to. Uh, Manchester United versus Chelsea. United mm. came out on top 2-1. Yeah. Were you, were you in, after the first half performance from United, that, that, yeah. that looked a little pedestrian, a little bit boring, a little bit negative, uh, more worried about Chelsea than, than, than themselves, mm. were you surprised how the game turned around in the second half?
1: Yeah, I was surprised, I must admit. Um, I thought it was an impressive second-half display by Manchester United, who I thought, in the main, controlled Chelsea's dangers. And that, That's not easy. Willian have been on great form. Eden Hazard can be a match-winner with, with, with moments of brilliant. You've got Morata, who has a threat in behind, who didn't particularly play well that day. But also, th- I was impressed, I have to say, Rob, during the day by Jose Mourinho, I just thought... The experience of a big-name manager who's had these kind of games and generally comes out not losing them if he doesn't win them. And, and we did a little piece on, on, on the TV yesterday, and I, and I just thought he, he, he kind of managed the day brilliantly. The first thing he did, he was in the tunnel with the first man in front of his players. Never really seen him do that. He's usually behind his players. So he's the first man out on the pitch. We knew the Conte and Mourinho thing was going to be big. The cameras kept going on the, on the two managers. He gets a handshake and he goes to Conte early before the the game kicks off. He gets a handshake. He's 1-0 he's up. He's got the handshake. You know, Conte would have maybe looked, looked bad if he'd have refused him. The game goes on first half... As you say, they were more Manchester United were more worried about Chelsea than concerned with their own game, playing off the front foot. But I thought Lee Dixon uh, hit the nail on the head when he said they've gone in one-one. They haven't played well. They've got themselves back in the game, and they'll know, and the manager will will make sure and demand that they can be better second half. They were better second half. I know it maybe came when the substitute came, but again, a little bit more expansive had a look. Few more runners from midfield control Chelsea's threats in the end quite comfortably. And again, Mourinho makes a substitute that comes on that scores a goal, manages the situation well, gets to the end of the game, gets his handshake from Conte, and walks down the tunnel. Sort of saying to the fans, listen, don't worry about me. I'm I'm, I'm the special one. I know I'm I'm good. You know, pra- pra- praise my players as well. I just thought it was a it was a it was a day where Jose Mourinho showed us why he's an experienced manager and why you can never rule him out, Rob, in big one-off games.
0: No, I think I think you've got to respect the way that he he gets results in these type of games, mm-hmm. even though. Uh, you look at the way he sets up, and it's like, yeah. wow, really? You know, is it yeah. going to be this this kind of very negative, very reactive style? Uh, McTominay plays a man-to-man marker on mm. Hazard. He um, did a very good job. By he the did. A, way. He did a very good job on him, and he got and he got pulled off later on. Um, that we'll chat about. Uh, but second half, there was a definite step up in intensity from Reno's yeah. team at least they engaged a little bit more Chelsea didn't play well, but I think that yeah. was due to United. They pressed mm-hmm. a little bit more a little bit more on the front foot, so when they press and they win the ball back then they're on then they're in possession and they're higher up and not just sitting back all the time so there's a certain amount of credit there i mean there, there was there was incidents in the game where Chelsea could have taken advantage of of good attacking situations and done more with it um but but you know you can't you can't argue with the result and the result was there for Jose and it was his day as you said i mean i'm not i'm not quite so high on him in terms of how he managed himself during a day with the shake hands and all that. I know you're a little bit more kind of gut feel and all that stuff. I, I'm not I'm not so much into that. He, he, he set a team up that was a, an unusual shape, let's be honest about that, with the way the the, um, the strikers played together. Martial, Lukaku, Alexis in the hole. Um, kind of unusual, but when you get a win, and when you get better during a game, uh, then you earn that victory. So, you know, full marks to him, full marks to certain players within the United team, Rob, because let's talk about some individuals of Manchester United now. And let me just... Let, I just want to... Before we get to the positives, um, and I'm not saying this is necessarily negative, but I know we've talked about Paul Pogba and the treatment of Mourinho and how it might affect him, and also Alexis. Paul Pogba and Alexis Sanchez in the game were, were quiet. They didn't enjoy that match. Now, I know Alexis was involved in, in some of the good attacking play and the goal, etc., uh, for Lukaku. Um, but I, I still don't know over the longer term now whether these two players under this manager are going to get to shine, to, to play how they want to play and to to play at their highest potential because of the way that he plays. Do you think there's anything in that? Or do you think that these players, it's their responsibility with their abilities to adjust their performances to, 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 to do what the manager wants?
1: Yeah, I think with Alexis, let, let's take them on their own match. Alexis... It's a little bit early yet um the concern i'd have with a manchester united fan is the alexis that we've seen playing now for for, for manchester united was the alexis that we saw at the end of, of his period at uh, arsenal now i've always believed rob from back in playing days i've always liked when i'm playing and i've got a rhythm and things are going well because that's how you play if you form dips it and you're not quite as engaged, you're not quite as focused as he was towards the end at Arsenal. We knew things were going on behind the scenes. I just don't think you, you snap your fingers and it all comes good again. And that's where I think Alexis is. I think he, he, he's struggling to find his best form, as he was when he was playing at Arsenal. But I think it, I think it comes, I, I think I've seen enough of him over the what, two and a half, three, nearly three years he's, he was at Arsenal, that... He 's a good enough player to come he's got to find his way in 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 this in this team what's his best position he's got to find his style of play with this group of players who are very different as you say from an arsenal team who are very front foot who are very you know drilled in the last third of the of the pitch where you see routines you see see movements you see combination plays united isn't quite the same and I think he's got to work that out but I still believe it was good business to buy Alexis Sanchez, who makes Manchester United a better team than a team without Alexis Sanchez.
0: Romelu Lukaku, Rob, we we both thought during the game mm. th- that uh, he had a really good match. Big he day. had a really yeah. good match. The he he, just, uh, he back, got, yeah. his, got his goal. Took his yeah, goal a while, a big, His work ethic. Um, a handful, and, didn't he? Yeah. Now. I mean, it's interesting, the fallout and what he said. As um, mm. you through some social media or interviews or something, a lot has come out about yeah. that he, he hasn't been getting the respect that he's been doing it for... I think it was an interview that he did, Rob, that, that yeah. he's, been doing, the, yeah, he's been doing this now for 10 straight mm. years. He yeah. thinks he's proved himself and yeah. almost like, you know what, come on, I should be getting a little bit more respect. Mm. Where do you stand? I mean, before this game, by the way, you know, I I was ready to, to really start to talk about Lukaku and whether yeah. he was going to be the guy, the striker that they need at this giant football mm. club to take them to league titles, to take them to European titles. It's something that they, they of course, they aspire to. Um, this obviously was a good game, so I, I respect that and say, well done, really good match. But I'm still not convinced that he is going to be that special striker that United and teams like that um, need up front. Yeah. It-
1: <laughs> Maybe he's not that special striker that we've known that Manchester United have had that can create something uh, out of nothing, has got really sharp feet, and you know, there's lightning in the, in the box. But you've got to remember in the Jose Mourinho team, you don't ne- necessarily have that centre forward. I, I like his words. I like that he is he, talking about his record and that he deserves a little bit more respect because his goal record is, Rob. He's still only 24 years of age, this guy, mm, and mm. there's still more to come and his goal record. And, and, you know, all the talk was if he didn't score yesterday, he not scoring against the big six. Well, actually, he put that to bed, at least in, in scoring a goal, assisting on a goal, had another great sort of overhead kick saved mm. by Courtois. It's almost as though If he feels he's got to prove himself and that was what we saw yesterday, do that more often. Go out with that mentality more often because when he plays like that, Rob, he's a proper handful. And when I looked at Moratti, who was at the other side of the pitch to Lukaku all day long. I take Lukaku, who was holding defenders off at times. He had two or three the centre-backs. He was big. He was physical. That one where he turned in the second half and made a run, 40, 50-yard run, and took two or three with him, sort of falling in his wake. That's when he is a special footballer, and that's when he's at his best. He's not the neatest. At times, his touch can let him down, and I think we, we all sort of see the bad in him and and, and the negative and jump on that maybe a little bit too early at 24 years of age. There's Mm. a lot of good things about Romelu Lukaku as well. And and in a Jose Mourinho team that's not, as you say, front foot, is not probably as as drilled and uh, play the the, the beautiful one-twos combinations that you see at Liverpool, maybe at Manchester City and teams like that and at Arsenal... I still think Romelu deserves a little bit more respect.
0: Well, he's not going to score as many goals in the Premier League this season for Manchester United mm. than he did last season for Everton. He got 25 mm. league goals in 37 appearances. Mm. He's only on 13. Mm. I mean... I, I, <laughs> It's like, well, how is that? I mean, how has that happened? He's a team that's a lot better than the team they had last year. And you can yeah. say at Everton, well, maybe, you know, Everton, they, they don't have so much possession. He has more space in, but in behind. While well, Mourinho plays with a defensive counter-attacking style. They should have, they've got better at midfield players to, I mean, I, I can't l- work l- it l- out. Let me put in another way. Is that way disappointing?
1: You- <laughs> Yes, but I think that whole Everton team was built to get that centre forward, who at the time was Romelu Lukaku, with his style and with the way he played, was built to get him goals. Was absolutely built. Well, and well, I, and I would should, make it similar. And I would make it similar to. I'd make it similar to Jamie Vardy at Leicester City, getting twenty-four, twenty-five goals. I think you could put Jamie Vardy in the same situation. I'm not sure he'd get as many goals for Manchester United. Now, does that make Manchester United a worse team than Leicester? No. It's a different style of play. At times, Lukaku, and I've been critical of him, and it's one thing I think he's got to do, a little bit more movement and anticipation in the box when balls are in wider areas, when people have worked it in the wide areas and get there. Sometimes he's a bit static in the box for me it's a different type of game, it's a different kind of build-up than we saw at Everton. That Sometimes was a little bit more direct, but sometimes it was a little bit more back-to-front and you did mm. have, find those spaces. So, I, I get where you're going and, of course, Manchester United are a better team, you know, th- there's more goals from other areas of the pitch, Jesse Lingard sco- uh, scored a, a lot of goals, mm. you know, you're going to get Sanchez and other people, whereas at Everton, it was pretty much Romelu, Romelu Lukaku and the rest were way behind. So, mm. I know where you're going, um, but I I don't think that's an obvious because he's at Manchester United he should be getting 25 goals because he got them at Everton.
0: Mm. Well, yeah. Jury's still out for me. I mean, I Mm. I get that he's 24. He made good points. He's 24 years of age. Um, There's room for improvement there. It it, it probably is difficult uh going from Everton to United with this type of manager and the in mm. the pressure that demands um but there's no question he had a really really good yeah. game against Chelsea just on Chelsea's side of it rob can we just go uh, pogb rob
1: quickly because yeah, I, go on I know then. we we we've got slightly different views on this because um I thought Pogba had one of those days where he, he he was okay. I thought he tried hard. I thought he was looking like he wanted okay to do Okay and trying right hard not going to make it. Correct. Okay
0: and trying hard not good enough, Rob.
1: But that, let me tell you where I think he is as a player. And again, another another young player, 24 years of age. We know it's a big money. We know he's had some big moments for Manchester United and Juventus and France and and all that. We know that what, what the talent is. When you've been humiliated in the way that he's been by his manager. I don't think you feel good about yourself. I don't think you're on top of your game. I don't think you're feeling about flicks and tricks and driving on. I think you go to basics. It's like I'm not going to give this guy an a, an opportunity to have a go at me again. So you do, you go you go back to basics. You do your tackling. You 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 run with you run follow people who are running into your own box. You do all the dirty things which we can get anyone to do. And pe- to be fair, he's better than that. But I think he was affected by the situation, and that's where I think Jose Mourinho's now got to manage this guy and get him back to his best.
0: So you look at it like that, right? Like he's mm. just he's just trying to do the right things for his manager yeah, in this his man- team. I think
1: it, it's in his head. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, see, see, I, 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 I'm I'm more on the the dark side of that. I'm more on like, well, yeah, all right, I'll do, I'll do this, I'll, I'll get there. I won't uh, go. What well, you don't too think he's giving, it, he's giving it. I don't full, think full, he's giving it for. I don't think there's any joy in the Just way that it. he's playing at the moment. I don't. I, I think, you know. I, we, so, are you, so,
1: are you blaming more the player or the manager? Oh.
0: Well, listen, the the player, of course, is not blameless in this situation. There's things that his manager wants from him, and I don't care Mm -hmm. what your strengths are. You've got to show willing in certain things. The other side of it, I mean, it's not poor Pogba's strength to sit and be defensive to do the basic you know. things that you just described that the manager wants him mm. it's not getting the best out of him he's got McTominay he's got Matic in midfield he should be allowed to, to, to express himself more and I didn't see any expression of, of joy anything that was that I mean there's a few moments where he bursts forward and shows his ability he just his body language looks a little miserable and you know maybe maybe you're well, it's difficult to know who's right here time mm. will tell yeah. whether this tactic of Mourinho, we've seen this tactic on many yeah. many times where he's trying to get the best out of every player, I mean that's why he has to be doing this drags him off, of leaves course. him on the bench because he wants him to improve in certain things that he doesn't like about his game um, and, and time will tell over the next few weeks whether the Pogba's taken that on board and he's like you know what and maybe you're right and he's like you know what I'm sticking to basics and now I'm going to be a little bit more expansive, I'm going to make sure I fill in holes that, I, that my manager wants and, and and he, you know his job I is think, to make the manager happy, and, sorry, and yeah, it's just whether whether that that joy comes back to his game or whether this fallout with the manager is something that's damaging for Pogba mm. and, and that he can't damaging play his club. normal game yet. If if that's the case,
1: I, I just wonder, Rob, and, and and you know time will tell, and something maybe we can look at between now and the end of the season. I think this is a test for Mourinho. I think Pogba is the new breed of player that he's not mm. really been able to connect with in the past. He's had the John Terrys, he's had the Frank Lampard's. he's had the Drogba's, the McAuley's, the, 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 the Czechs, the old players who know who are going to go through a bit of war for him, who are 28 years of age, who are right on top of the game, who are men and he can deal with them in the way he does. This is a young kid who's urban, who's on social media, who's into fashion, who's into his hair, but he's a wonderful talent. Now, I don't know if Jose Mourinho is the modern kind of manager who can, who can get the best out of these guys. And I think it's a test for him, and I think we'll, we'll find out. Pep Guardiola, we see his team and, and his players, and, and they just revel in it, and, and there's almost like a, a joy around the, the, the football club. Right. It's, it's different it, it, with Mourinho.
0: Well, it's like, it's, you could say it's Jür- Jürgen Klopp managing Correct. Liverpool players. Mar- Mauricio Pochettino hugs yeah, his players, sticks by his mm. players. It's a di- a very different style. And Mourinho is very much out there, very much mm. different in the way that he does it. And, you know, again, I mean, the only thing I would say about the players you name, Rob, he had Sergio Ramos that you think would run through a brick wall, would be yeah, that solid pro, and he, he fell out with us, him. Yeah. So it isn't always the, the, the kind of the reliable the pros that fall out with him. Um, uh, we'll see. We'll have to, it's, it's one of those we we'll have to wait and see. But I mean, it, all I know is that Pogba is a special footballer with special yeah. abilities, special talents. And yes, again, I will say yes. There's things that he has to change to 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 satisfy his manager. But manager, please let him utilize those abilities and get him playing back to his his very best. That that will be great for the fans at uh, at Manchester United.
1: Let's have a quick word about Chelsea, because I think that they'll come away from Old Trafford having been 1-0 one, one up. Disappointed, uh, certainly with the second-half performance, of mm. um, the, the, the substitution of Eddie Nazard on 73 minutes. Explain that one to me, because I, I was scratching my head as it happened. Azard didn't look particularly enthralled to be coming off, and... Mm. I'm hmm. not sure that, you know, the goal came a little bit later in one. I'm not sure that Chelsea were ever better when Hazard was off the pitch.
0: No, I I, I, um, I mean, sometimes when a man-to-man marker is on you and McTominay mm-hmm. was all over him and he, and he did a really good job on him, you know, sometimes you think, oh, you know take off that player and then might may give them different issues, different problems, but not in this Don't game. This I is a TV big even. game. <laughs> nah, but, but you know, if you're going to get, if, if the man marker's doing a great job on you, what's the mm. point of him being out there? So that, I mean, and, and the man in Conte said that he looks at... Well, yeah, but if he's not doing anything because he's getting man marked... I mean that that's I'm just being devil's advocate. That's what yeah. probably Marie, um, Conte's, Conte's thinking. Conte's thinking. I I'm I'm as I was about to say, you know, in a big game like this, when you're one-one, it's it's that crucial a match that you, you can't you can't keep, take off your best player. So I mean, you know, I, I was shocked. Um, mm. Well, not maybe I wasn't shocked because he wasn't doing that much uh, with that pressure. But but I was surprised, you know, your best player coming out of the game. You know, do something different conte you know play him. if he's got a man to man marker drag him in yeah, a in a position in the, that he shouldn't be drag him as a center four drag centre him to play a foot yeah, to two players thinking. marking yeah. one or, yeah, yeah. or do something with him that, that the, gives the team a problem because he's getting man to my mark and and I not really to, see that
1: the counter to that robin and i get your point and, and we'll, we'll talk it wasn't just about the, the substitution that the lost game but my point to that is eddie Nazard can have one moment in a game that's a mm. game changer Mm. So even if he's been marked for 89 minutes, when he's got that ability to drop his shoulder, I mean, sometimes he he, he faints and drops his shoulder and I drop off my chair in in the studio. Mm. I mean, he's got this wonderful ability and balance. And I just think you leave those players on the pitch because they can produce special moments
0: more of an issue to me and I, listen i don't we're on the same page with that i mm. wouldn't we wouldn't have taken him off yeah. you know yeah. but but he was he was struggling to have a big impact in the game as maratta maratta's more of an issue for me yeah. i mean he came into the side um and, and it just it just in terms of comparing to Lukaku, he He's just not affecting the game as much. Yeah. He's not getting up to speed. He's not he's not making his presence felt up there. So between that, between Azabi and Manmark, between the team, I thought looking sluggish and just dropped off the pace in the second half with more pressure from United. It was a it was a disappointing second half. It really yeah. was. And um, you know, I'm not sure where they go. Chelsea goes now. What they outside the fifth place now in the Premier League, and they've got a real job on to, to get finished in that top four.
1: Yeah, and it was one of those on the radio show. I think we talked about would would Chelsea go with a striker and and I just felt that Giroud was better suited to Rob. Mm. I just think he, he's yeah, I think so. physical. Yeah. He, he's bigger. He, he I think he gets it a little bit. Morata's just one of those players. When it's not his day, you're almost not it's not worth having him out there. He doesn't con- contribute that much. And um, it was interesting, I, I was reading something on, on the way home you know, last night and, and it was about Diego Costa who apparently like, had fouled someone, had got a yellow card, had scored mm. a goal and all that. And you just think, that was what Costa bought you on those days, didn't you? There was no mm. way you that the United defenders would have had the kind of Calmness and and peaceful afternoon in the second half that they did with Maratea, with Acosta, and that's where Maratea's got to. We know he's not Diego Costa with his physicality and size and power. He's got to bring something else to the party when um, when Chelsea don't do well. Just just
0: just to summarise that game, Rob. You know, Mm. I I got my notes um, in the in the pre-game. I kind of wrote down there. This is going to tell us where we are right now with these two teams mm-hmm. at the end of this game. Yeah. And, it, and it has. It's told me that Jose Mourinho, through hook-a-boy crook, is going to find a way to, to scrape the, the points, four. to stay in the top four yeah. and c- continue some sort of momentum, some sort yeah. of feeling of, of hope for Manchester United that that... that, that they are still going in the right direction and the Mourinho is the right guy for mm. Chelsea losing that game. Now I look at they've lost, they've lost three, uh, three of the last four in the premier league. Yeah, It's like, mm, okay, they're going to struggle for the top four. Now, have they got the, 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 the kind of the grit, the spirit, the steel to go again and finish in that top four. And, I don't know. I mean, it seems that we can we can knee jerk uh, after every weekend, but yeah, that it's was disappointing. Up, yeah. Six second points half
1: now between Chelsea uh, and Man United, yeah. so they they've got yeah. you know they've got some work cut out. Yeah. work cut out, and uh, yeah, we'll see see you over the next few days. Let, let's move to uh, the other game on Sunday. Let's, let's quickly talk about Crystal Palace and, and Spurs. Um, Palace dogged with injuries, not least Wilford Zaha. Who, to this season, if Zaha doesn't play, Palace don't win. So it was all on. Um, Roy Hodgson, who, who started um, a, a young right-back making his debut, was it one Wamba uh, Saka, yeah, Wamba Saka came in mm. and, and did okay. And, and for 45 minutes, Rob, nil-nil, mm. working hard, restricting uh, Spurs a little bit, having a little bit of luck at times. Hennessy came up with a few big saves, and at half-time we're thinking, hmm, okay, is, is this one that, that Roy could see out? And then... Or was it 87 minutes on the clock? Guess who turns up from a corner? Delaney, who was on as a sub, doesn't do his job right. Prince Harry bangs one in the back of the net off his head. And mm. all three points to, to uh, Spurs. Spurs are finding, it a, uh, finding a way of getting it done now. It, just, it, it seems something, I wouldn't say different, but there's, there's a... There's a little bit of belief and concentration and focus in Spurs now, but just making sure they, they get over that line.
0: Yeah, I mean this this is all about Harry Kane again, wasn't it? This wasn't this wasn't a great Spurs performance. No. I did I actually yeah. Serge Aurier it, we we know he missed that sitter from two or three yards out but his, his, his well his throw-ins were awful what do you have three foul throw-ins anyway but his delivery Rob from from an area in the field that, that Crystal Palace gave Spurs they gave them the wide areas and yeah. for the majority of the game Serge Aurier was really poor with his final delivery and Ben Davis not so much on the left-hand side he yeah. was involved and, and did some good things so it wasn't a great day for Spurs when you got Harry Kane and he can score in different ways mm. and he now looks a real thin Threat from set pieces, from corners. I mean, lots of goals and a really good header again, then you've got a chance. And it's just, you know, it continues to do it. Um, I, I do like Victor Wanyama alongside Dembele. I know that mm. there's an injury situation with Vertonghen that put Dyer back oh, yeah, there. Yeah. Um, but no, they, they 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 found a way to do it. Harry Kane, again, was the match winner. I think Lamella, even though he came out of this game, I think he's looking better, looking yeah. stronger, um, gives him something extra going forward. Um, yeah, I mean, for them, so far, so good. And, and you think about the, the league table at the moment and where they, they sit right now. I mean, they've got... You know, with Chelsea losing to Manchester United, there are yeah. a couple of points on Chelsea now. And, you know, when you, when you think of Spurs, and I know we both thought it was going to be harder playing their home games at Wembley, they're a good side, aren't they? They're a good side. They're balanced, getting better. Really well balanced. Really well balanced. Liverpool are going well. You know, mm. it might just be the top four right now of City, United, Liverpool and Spurs. We, we'll finish there. There's plenty of weeks to go right now. Mm. Um, but Spurs, you know, like you said, there's been times before where they, they've struggled to find a way through and, and haven't mm. won games. Uh, this wasn't one of those.
1: Just one slight negative for Spurs. we have we have a quick line on on, on Palace. Deli Ali again got mm. caught up in a bit of controversy, sort of diving over yep. uh, or avoiding Wayne Hennessy when he poked a ball forward. Where are we with Deli Ali and diving? Is, is is this kid learning? Is, is it something that Pochettino's got to have a word about? Is, is he is he gonna? Is he, is he now under? Scrutiny from referees because of the way he's acted in the past?
0: Well, he might be under extra scrutiny because of the way he's acted. It's too many times now, Rob. Mm. It's too many times that he has tried to deceive the officials and go down too easily. Dive. Sometimes the dives have been really bad. Sometimes I mean, they've just been bad it, executed. I mean, he's not good at it. <laughs> point
1: to the side, say, either practice. Either go and practice him and do him better. <laughs> or don't or do stop doing it. You know what I mean? He's like yeah. doing himself no favors. Yeah, it, it,
0: and of course it's disappointing, mate. We don't mm. want this. Isn't we don't it? want yeah, this in the English, English game, English in the yeah. football. I mean, it's, it's such like, a
1: good player, and he? he doesn't need yeah. to be doing stuff like that
0: it just it should there be a, a, another form of punishment for players Terrence. that that, mm. that keep it's like you know you get a yellow card yeah you get a yellow card in a game if you, if you if the referee thinks you're diving and you get well, so what these players are like so what i i would love to see three yellow cards for simulation and you're going to get a two match ban like the other way, if you fall the officials and it goes to retrospective action, mm. and you prove to to deceive a referee, you get too much ban. Three yellows for simulation, and you, you're you're going to miss two matches. I'd love to see that. Three coming.
1: yellows in the season, so you've got a season. So if you in the season you do get booked three times for simulation, yeah. you, you you're, you're missing two matches. Ban, yeah. What? Well, like well, well,
0: yeah, but we don't want we don't want that. No, it's harder for it's to tough to get
1: through. But I, well, I referees like the of a what job. You're I, I'm thinking that's a difficult one in terms of uh, applying it and, and what managers would do. But who knows? We'll, let, let's see. Yeah. Palace. Um, I thought there was there was encouragement for Palace despite losing the game. Obviously disappointed to, to not get any points, but I thought that the defensive setup was good. Didn't have a lot of forward play. Uh, I thought the lad. Uh, Loth on the left hand side the big norwegian boy i thought he'd, he looked a handful and it might be, give them something going forward um lots of injuries and, and roy's talked about it you know he's got to get some of those players back fit because they're important players of the team but again they're well set up roy hodson knows i've saw him at fulham and back in the day where he's brilliant at working his team when the opposition have the ball they're not easy to break down I just hope they have not sort of gasping for a second wind, having done so well to get out of trouble, and then they almost are falling back in there, just sitting outside the bottom three now, Um, same points as Swansea, uh, important weeks coming up for them.
0: Uh, I love your positivity, Rob. I love I love your positivity. You're they're banging they're banging trouble. They're banging trouble. It? They've got Manchester United on Monday. Then they've got then Chelsea they've got away. Then, got then then they've got Huddersfield. Then they've got Liverpool. They've got very difficult matches. Their best player by a mile is going to be out for four or five weeks, Wilfred Zaha mm-hmm. They've got I mean, I'm counting on my list here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Eight. There's eleven, at least eleven yeah. injured Dan players.
1: Slope, sucker, <laughs> his oh, Kelly Ward, Kelly, goodbye. I mean
0: ward, you I mean, <laughs> you're talking a squad that, that has historically struggled to stay in this Premier League and you, you mm. add in all... I know they've got Roy Hodgson, I know he's done a good job, but yeah. all those injuries and you've got a difficult fixture list, you know, it, it's really Sellers, worrying.
1: Mm, it is It is worrying, but Sellers can be a special place. They get a little bit of atmosphere going. I think if Roy can get things like right. I don't know. I'm, mm. I just don't feel... I think that there's something in it for Palace. Uh, I think mm. I, I think they might just, just, just scrape out of trouble. But, yeah, mm. it's going to go down to, to the wire. Mm. Let's move it over from uh, Selhurst yeah. Park to Wembley. Yes. Uh, we had the first piece of silverware up for grabs in the Carabao Cup. Arsenal face Manchester City. And Arsenal tanked mm. against Manchester <coughs> City.
0: Yeah, for, well, first of all, congratulations to Pep Guardiola. Yeah. It's his first yeah. trophy, and it, it quietens the people that that, that, that talk <laughs> earlier on in the season that his football's great, but he hasn't won anything yet. Well, he has now. He's won the League Cup. Um, he's going to win the Premier League, so two titles in his second season is not bad. We'll see how he gets on the Champions League. That's a, mm. a different yeah. level in terms of yeah. quality. Um, but this was... I mean, it, it's funny, Rob, because I... Through logistics and stuff, and our Premier League coverage, yeah. I didn't see this game live. So I saw the fallout, and I and I saw the inter, some of the interviews and some of the commentary and some yeah. of the social media. So I'm like, yeah. "Wow, Arsenal must have been really mm. bad." But let let me watch it. So I watched yeah. it this morning, and wow, they were bad. My goodness, they were bad. It was back to like th- there was nothing from them, Rob. And yeah. And, yeah. Um, I've I've often well often I've described Arsenal before when I've seen weak performances as like empty the team is empty there's nothing in them They they were so poor there was little fight there was no um, connection between the players. Arsenal used to be a very good footballing side. There was no sign of that. There was defensive, horrific defensive errors. Scudgeon Mustafi oh. uh, made a terrible really? error for the first goal. It, it really was, as poor, uh, a league, uh, a, a cup final performance, Rob, mm. of any of any team that I've seen, because it's it's a Wembley Cup final. Yeah. There was yeah. nothing or all, all the only emotion I saw was Jack Wilshire getting more angry, more upset, banging yeah. the turf, getting yeah. arguing with the referees, which is not great, but at least he which cared shows, yeah. a little bit yeah. about it. Yeah. I, I was I was shocked. Um, and, and and really those Arsenal fans deserve a team, and I know they've been in finals before, and I know the League Cup final is not, the League Cup isn't the, the biggest trophy in, in, in world football, but those fans deserved more of an effort, more caring from a team that didn't show up, that had nothing tactically to answer for, for Pep's changes to his tactical lineup, and individually as well, not enough desire to make something happen. Really, really poor.
1: Yeah, I mean, I saw the Gary Neville thing. I think was the first thing that, that, that yeah. he came out. I mean, and he hammered the team and talked about players walking, and and it was a disgrace. And he was like, wow, I mean, that bad. And then you watch it, yeah. and you, you yeah. kind of go, hmm, yeah, okay, well, Gary. Yeah, I kind of get, I kind of get that. Yeah. And I think the thing was Rob that in the past, and Arsenal's done it, certainly in the FA Cup m- more recently, as though. They've got to Wembley. They've had some big days. he yeah, they've some team days. They've, they've lifted it up and, and they've won trophies. And at times it's almost like, you know, we've got to give Arsenal a little bit of credit. Maybe he hasn't, you know, hasn't won the league. He has, he's dropped out of the top four. But again, he's delivered the cup. So to go to Wembley with the most realistic chance of getting some silverware in a season where you know, the, the, the criticism's flying again, the Wenger out continues to grow. And you, you've got a team against Man City where if you go and get that win, it, it reflects better on, on and, and probably gets you through next season. We're now back to the stage, Rob, and everything I read, and, and, and I've and I, and I, I got across a few blogs and a bit of social media of the awesome fans because I, I wanted to kind of get a feel of where they are. And you know what most of them are saying now? It's not like we're even playing well. It's not like we've, we've got the great football and we're oh, yeah. getting beat. It, that's gone as well. They're almost saying like, I don't really want to say it, but it's time. It, it's time, and 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 it made me feel. I, I was really into it, and I, and I was thinking that, Austin Wenger's almost like what what he's like the sitting tenant. He's like you yeah. he can't you ev- can't get this guy out, and and he's gonna. It looks like he's gonna he's gonna have another twelve month stay in 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 this beautiful big house. That actually, it's time that he, he was out of there. He he's done his dues now. He's 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 not paying his rent, and. It's sad to say, but unless Arsenal make a big, tough, strong decision in the summer, you can only see more negativity and more demise at the football club.
0: Now, we know that Lexus has moved on and we know that Mkhitaryan couldn't play in this competition Mm. Um, and I'm not sure whether you know those if both of them would have been playing would have made much difference but all I all I would say is without that little bit of quality up there Mm. there was nothing there was nothing you had Wilshire playing high um, uh, Aubameyang looked looked very much yeah. on his own. Urso yeah. was one of those days for Urso, and, and and back to and, and just quickly on tactics, uh, they, they, five at the back versus Man City, yeah. Arsenal, yeah. five at the back, and there was various shots in the game where you could see, wow. Aguero versus five. Yeah. There's five players in a line versus Aguero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody else for City was scurrying yeah. on in midfield. And no wonder Ramsey and Xhaka couldn't get close because they really outnumbered them. So it's never a good idea to play five at the back against Man City because they're going to destroy the back, Rob,
1: you. What, and from a goal kick, Aguero gets in and <laughs> chips your goalkeeper. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll, yes, Mustafi, he looks straight away. But then I look at the covering position of Chambers and Koscielny and, like, what? Really? From a goal kick?
0: Yeah, should not
1: I mean, we're ba- yeah. basics, and you, you just got to stop. we have still getting to the stage where, you know, and you're saying that the players who are missing, but is is the best Arsenal eleven now a top four team?
0: No, really. There's, there's, there's nobody right who's listening to this podcast, or you, or anybody else, can give me a reason why Wenger should stay on. There's no reason. There's nothing. What Arsenal, anybody going to say? In yeah, go Arsenal, on. Man. We well, give me something. It's impossible, isn't it? What what can you give? Like, and, and by the way, consistency,
1: this, this familiarity consistency of
0: consistency of of getting worse, and also Rob, by the way, makes it worse. There's money yeah. being spent now. Yeah, there's money yeah. being spent. Yeah. A few years ago, they weren't spending any money, and and me and you were like, spend the money, please yeah. spend. The money. Well, they've spent money, to be fair, on some big name guys, and they've and they've not got better; they've got worse. There's nothing. Yeah. There's no. That, that, there's that's nothing
1: probably the biggest indictment on Arsene when he used to spend very little. And develop yeah. players into world class footballers. He's now spending a lot of money, and actually, some of those players are are leaving the football club a lot worse than than they went there. And, and that's, I think, the biggest thing. You know, Lacazette, the whole Lacazette thing, and I know he wasn't available, but is is a bit of a worry now with Aubameyang in. Does, is Aubameyang going to become that guy in two or three years that, that you know was was. One of the best in Europe and it goes to Arsenal and we don't see it happening. It, it's so sad that we're talking about, one, this great football club. And Arsenal is, Rob, we've both been there, we've both played against him, we've both grown mm-hmm. up. It's a great, great football club. Of course it is. And right. one of the great managers that, that yeah. we'll have had in the Premier League. People will be talking about when he's gone and, and what he did after a period. But we're talking about a great football club and a great manager that needs a shake-up. He's an a absolute shake-up, shake-up from, from mm. top to bottom.
0: Mm. Talking about great managers and talking about an impact on the English game, Mm. Pep Guardiola Mm. has got his trophy now. Mm. Um, It's interesting, Rob, because he actually... um, I didn't really read much about this but it's not till I yeah. watched the game that I saw he actually changed his system a little bit. I mean it doesn't really matter because the philosophy is always going to be the same yeah. but it was a 4-2-3-1 Kevin De Bruyne yeah. was on the right-hand side David Silva was number 10 and there yeah. son is to the left and it, I yeah, mean it one, does yeah. it, it was just Gundogan a little different. Team, yeah yeah. Gundawan was side by side with Fernandinho. Yeah. Um but, but so Kevin De Bruyne wasn't quite as effective I, I don't mm. think on the on the right-hand side it changed a little bit in the second half when there was a, a substitution. But again I mean yeah. I I would say that I mean, I I don't think they got out of third gear, M- maybe yeah. not even second it, gear. Second gear? Comfortable. <laughs> yeah, it was it was incredibly so it, it was, comfortable.
1: I saw a line after where Orson was apparently berating the fourth official about that they wanted a little bit more extra yeah. time. Mm. And it was like, oh, really, Orson. And, I mean. and, and a
0: couple of, just a couple of, um, an interesting one. Goal scorer was Vincent Company, okay? And we've talked a yeah. lot about Company and yeah. his kind of with his injury issues, etc. He mm. didn't have to look good, by the way. Yeah. He, he had a couple of uh, running back with Obama He kept yeah, up with Yeah, he ran back with him, didn't
1: he? Yeah. Muscled him and is that the it's, best? two?
0: Otamendi and Company,
1: no, John Stones should be in there. John Stone's has to improve, Robert. It, yeah, but he hasn't been it, playing well, has he? I know he hasn't, but the the, the the growth of what he could become and the development that that's available, he has to be and he has to learn and he has to get better. But right now, listen, you, you, you can have that argument, but John Stone's has to play. Um, but yeah. it's interesting, you, you and you talked about, I just made a note on the goal scorers, you know, three of his old guard, really, so it wasn't any of the saunas and the Sterlings and the thing, the mm. you know, Aguero, Silver and company. Mm. Three who he's inherited, who he mm. knows, who are solid guys and I just thought, that's also a little reminder that he, he's getting that right as well. You know, his old heads are, are delivered for him and come good on a good day when maybe De Bruyne didn't, wasn't as sparkling as he has been and, you mm. know, those days don't come. Got good, solid pros in there as well, which is important if you're going to go on and win things. You've got good guys in your dressing room who, who you can rely on. You know, probably Fernandinho in, in that bracket as wow. well. Wow, talking a, about Fernandinho.
0: Yeah, but... but, but. That that's a concern. So so him coming off holding the back yeah. of his his hamstring. Yeah, talking about three four look, weeks on it. Aren't looks they? yeah now that mm. that is a is a is a problem. One position of, yeah. Well it is isn't it? I mean he's been really good in that role. I know that uh, Ilko Gunduan can play that position. He might manufacture somebody else to do that potentially as well. But Fernandinho being out for a few weeks, you know yeah. I'm not sure if, if Yaya Torre is even. A, 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 you know, fair enough to play a game of football, <laughs> uh, works, not on yeah. the bench. Of the, I, you know, I'm not sure what he's up to, so that that potentially could be a problem. But just just for the future, Robert City. Mm. I mean, two trophies in the bag. I think yeah. they'll be really, really kicking themselves with what happened in the FA, FA Cup, Cup and being. Yeah, yeah. Mean, But w- how good are they? More
1: determination. Are they going to are they
0: going to win the Champions League? Are they their favourites? Aren't they? The bookmakers got yeah, their favourites. Yeah,
1: bookmakers favourites. I'm some not sure reason, about that for some reason I'm not sure. Um, I don't. I, some reason, I don't think they win the Champions League. Might be a semi-final, might be a one-day, bad day somewhere. Mm. Um, but, listen, in terms of what they've done this year and, what, and, and, the, and the benchmarks they've set, they've set a whole different level for, for Premier League football, yeah, Rob. We, 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 yeah. We're talking about, what is it, 14... Thirteen-point lead at the top of the table with with a game to play, so that could go to a sixteen-point lead. You know, every time I do my notes every week, I sort of go um, Manchester United. Oh yeah, sixteen points below uh, City. You know, uh, Tottenham. Oh, how many are they? Like seventeen points behind. Mm. You know, it's just, it's just the gap is is huge, and and we're we're kind of you know. Times we we're just doing it week on week because those are the things that have happened. But no, one, I can't remember anyone having like sixteen point gap on on the second team in in the Premier League. He set a, a great standard. I think they'll learn from things like the FA Cup and knowing what all the you know cup competitions are like in England and getting that thing right. And then eventually, Rob, this guy continues, maybe a year, maybe two he'll bring the Champions League as well and then we're talking about real dominance across Europe.
0: Yeah I think so I mean the players that this club has signed over the last few years are really smart signings a lot of some of the best young players around the world from goalkeeper to Jesus to Sané uh, Sterling before that to John Stones to Laporte I mean there's a lot of good young players that's been brought in so they are going to go they are going to have a a strong future just to remind everybody as well of course that they meet again on Thursday at the Emirates Um, Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> it's got some more of it. Coverage begins at, at 2 p.m. Uh, I think it's on NBCSN, though mm. you should check your listings for that. But that again, so so Arsenal at the Emirates against City um, will try and, and get some revenge. But at the moment, you can only see one winner with the, the dominance and the confidence, um, and a better goalkeeper will play in that game because I'm sure mm. that Edison will replace Claudio Bravo uh, in the match as well. So so tough times ahead for Arsenal and and. Um, Exciting times ahead for Manchester City.
1: Yeah, and Pep, I, it was interesting, and I, and I thought very fitting in a way that Pep is. He said, No celebrations for his team, big game on Thursday. Back in training today. Going to the Emirates yep. yeah, and they'll be looking for three more points. He wants to amass as many points as he can at the top of this table. Yep. Still got plenty to, to go for Manchester City. So, yeah, I'll be looking on on that one on, on Thursday, mate. Mm. That's it from us. Uh, we want to hear from you, our listeners. First, we'd love you to rate and review the show by downloading the Two Robbies on Apple Podcasts. Tell us what you like and where we can improve, but more importantly, tell us what team you support and why, and we'll read out the best two or three sponsors on our next podcast. So Sunday was all about ones. Spurs left it late at the Palace, but there was only one man ever going to score. The Prince Harry got the goal. They delivered the three points. Manchester United beat Chelsea to remind us that Josie Mourinho can still be the special one. Manchester City won the Carabao Cup, It's Pep's first trophy in English football, but it won't be his last. I'm Earl, he's Musto, together with the two Robbies. Thanks for listening, and bye for now.